You've found the Everything Apostolic Podcast. Delight your soul, feed your spirit, and sharpen your mind with anointed teaching and discussion on subjects such as faith healing, miracles, end-time prophecy, holiness, and everything that apostolics love. And now here's your host, pastor, author, blogger, and teacher, Charles Rodas. Welcome to Everything Apostolic. Well, praise the Lord. This is Charles Rodas, your host. I'm excited to be with you. And today we have a exciting podcast. I'm going to talk about why we baptize in Jesus' name. While the church world is baptizing other ways and other titles, we're going to show you why we baptize, not in a title, but in the most lovely name of Jesus Christ. We know that Jesus is the Father, Jesus is the Son, and Jesus is the Holy Ghost. And yes, three these three manifestations are one. Hallelujah. Not persons, but manifestations. So yes, why we baptize in Jesus' name. We know it's imperative. It's not an option. It's not some side thing we do. It's not uh, the world and their baptisms. The uh, non-apostolic churches, many of them are teaching that you are baptized uh, as an outward sign of an inward change. But let me tell you, the Bible doesn't say that. The Bible doesn't hint to that. The Bible doesn't allude to that whatsoever. There's nothing in the Bible about baptism being an outward sign of an inward change. Uh, no, that's that's not biblical at all. I'm going to show you why. I'm going to give you some scriptures. Now, this is not going to be exhaustive, but this will be about a half hour's worth, uh, enough to give you just a friendly reminder or maybe to start you out, in your case possibly, a Bible study if you've never actually heard this Bible study before. So again, thank you for tuning in and clicking on everything apostolic. So let's go to Acts chapter 2 and if you are a long-time apostolic, you know where I'm going. Acts 2 and verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, "Be Repent. Repent. You've got to repent. There's no need of baptizing. If you baptize a wet sinner, he comes up a... If you baptize a dry sinner, he comes up a wet sinner. But a person must repent. A, a repentance is a turning away from sin. It's not just saying, I'm sorry, Jesus, for what I've done. It's not accepting the Lord as your personal Savior. That's not even in the Bible. There, that, that's, that is a man-made salvation that does not save. It is a counterfeit salvation to say, well, I'm going to accept the Lord as my personal Savior. That is not in the Bible. That is man-made. But what do you have to do? Acts 2.38, repent. You've got to turn away from your sin. You've got to stop sinning. You've got to go the right direction. You've been going the wrong direction, okay? So you've got to go the right direction and be baptized. What? Submerge. That, that word there means, that Greek word baptizo means to immerse or to submerge. It, it, it gives the analogy to take a cup and submerge it completely under the water. It's not just a sprinkling, no pouring, but it's an actual submersion, head to toe, baptism, water baptism, okay? Be, repent and be baptized. How many of you? 
every one of you, not some of you, not the Pentecostals, not whoever wants to, not whoever decides to, I can get to heaven without it. No, no, no. Every one of you, every one of you. How? In the name of Jesus Christ. What name? No. Titles, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. No. Peter, the man with the keys to the kingdom. Jesus. Remember when Jesus gave Peter the keys to the kingdom of heaven? That's right. So he said, whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And Peter said, be baptized every one of you in the name of. Okay. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for. Why? For the remission of sins. We're going to come back to that in a few minutes. Oh, yeah. For the remission of sins, the washing away, the removal of sins, because you were born in sin. Not only were you born in sin, but you have sinned. The Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. No one, no one except Jesus was born pure and holy. That's why you must be born again. Hallelujah. Like Jesus said in John 3, 3, you must be born again. Sinners are saying, well, I was born this way. This is just, I was born this way. You might've been born that way. Let's just say you were. Let's just accept that argument for a second. You might've been born that way, but you must be born again. Hallelujah. You must be born again. God does not accept your first birth. He will not accept you as you are. That's what repentance is. Repentance is a change. It's an about face. Praise God. It's about you going a different direction. You can come as you are, but you can't leave as you are. You got. You must repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I could talk about the Holy Ghost, but we've talked about that on previous um podcast and we'll talk about it again but today we're just talking about why we baptize in jesus name hey we've got a command there we've got a command all right to baptize in acts 238 then if you go to acts 816 816 uh now we're with the samaritans okay the samaritans were half jews and half gentiles so the basically the the jews hated the uh, the samaritans because you know, they were part Gentile, all right? They were a mixed breed, so to speak, uh, in a, a derogatory way. The Jews just did not like and hated Samaritans. But look what God did. God says, all right, I want to save those Samaritans too. Uh, this is this gospel's for everybody. It don't matter what color, race, size, wealth status, or anything else that you are, everyone must come to God the same way. It's not like Oprah Winfrey. She said, well, there's millions of ways to God. Oh, baloney sticks, like my wife would say. <laughs> uh, no, no, uh, Miss Oprah, you don't know what you're talking about. You might be good at TV shows, but you're not, you don't know the Bible. You don't know what Jesus said, and there are not many ways to heaven there are not many ways there's one way and jesus is the way he said i am the way the truth and the life no man comes to the father but by me so acts 8 16 the samaritans received the word here for as yet he was fallen upon none of them the holy ghost only they were baptized in the name of the lord jesus praise god so they were baptized in the name of the lord jesus now we turn over a little bit to acts chapter 10 we're going to find out now the gentiles a full breed gentile i am 
I am a full breed Gentile. I don't think I've probably got any Jewish, natural Jewish blood in me. Uh, as far as I know, uh, <laughs> I'd be surprised to learn it. But uh, thank God, and about nine or 10 years after Pentecost, uh, this gospel was brought unto the Gentiles. And we take a look at Acts 10, verse 48. And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. What is the name of the Lord? I asked a child one day on the sidewalk when I was out doing soul winning, knocking doors, inviting people to church. And I asked a little child, little boy, I said, do you know what the name of the Lord is? He says, Jesus, even a child, even a child can be correct. Amen. That's right. He, he knew. And, uh, that's right. So he, he didn't suggest them to be baptized. He didn't recommend it. He didn't say it's a good idea, guys. He didn't say, we'll do it if you get a chance. He didn't say, well, it's an outward sign of an inward change. No, he didn't say any of that baloney. No, 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 no. He said, and he commanded them. No, no options here. Have you ever commanded your son or daughter to do something when they was little? Get in there and clean that room. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a command, right? Uh, and, and that's what happened there with Peter. He commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Praise God. And what did they do? They went and got, they, they were baptized. Peter, no doubt, baptized them there in the name of Jesus. So we've got Jews in Acts chapter 2. They were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. The Samaritans in Acts chapter 8. Now we have the Gentiles in Acts chapter 10. Now I like this also in Acts 19. We're going to find where the Apostle Paul was out traveling and going his way. And he ran into some men that were believers, Christians, quote unquote. They were believers. Uh, and uh, yeah. They were disciples, this is in Acts 19 and 1. And he, verse 2, he says, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said, we hadn't heard of it. He said, well, how were you baptized? Uh, well, they were baptized, but it wasn't in Jesus' name. Was not in Jesus' name. No, no, they were baptized in John the Baptist's baptism. You'd have thought that would have been good enough. If it really doesn't matter, why wasn't that acceptable? John the Baptist's baptism. Why wasn't that acceptable to Paul? Because Paul knew the true gospel. John the Baptist did not baptize people in any name. He didn't use Jesus' name. Uh, some of some Trinitarians will argue that he baptized in the Trinity. No, he didn't. No one baptized ever in the Bible in the words Father, Son, Holy Ghost. It never happened. Not once. Nada, as my uh, Spanish friends will say. It's not in there. Praise God. But Acts 19.5, he ran into these 12 men, and when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, these fellows got rebaptized, rebaptized. They had been baptized, but when Paul preached Jesus and said, listen, here's why you need to be baptized again. And no doubt he explained it to him a little more than what it says here in the scripture. Uh, of course, you know, pretty much it's just an overview story here. May not be word for word, but uh, a good overview of what happened there in Acts chapter 19. And what did these 12 men argue with Paul? Man, we were already baptized by John the Baptist. We were baptized like, you know, you can't get any greater than John the Baptist. Yeah, he was a great prophet. Did they argue that? No, no. Why? Because after the death of Jesus Christ, everyone has to be baptized in the name of the Savior. 
Who died on the cross? Jesus died on the cross. So when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And of course, we know the next verse. He laid his hands on the 12 men and they received the Holy Ghost and began speaking with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So powerful passage here. Remember, they were re baptized. They were baptized a second time. Listen, I was baptized like at the age of 10, 11 years old. Okay. I was baptized the wrong way. <laughs> I didn't know it. I didn't understand it. But you know what? As a youngster, my mom began to understand more truth and was led into the truth. And she, and she said, listen, we need to be rebaptized in Jesus name. Okay. All right. Whatever you say, mom, you know, I was about 14 when that happened. And yeah, uh, we went to, uh, our new home church, and we were baptized by the pastor in the lovely name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Now, let, let, let's talk about the apostle Paul for a minute. Now, let me say this. If Paul was your pastor, <laughs> this same man we're reading about in Acts 19, if he was your pastor, he'd baptize you in Jesus' name if you hadn't been. If you haven't been baptized in Jesus' name, he would say, listen, you need to be rebaptized. That's what he would tell you. Th that's right. He would tell you, you need to be rebaptized this time in Jesus' name. Never said nothing about Father, Son, Holy Ghost. It's not in there. It's not in there. Nobody in the Bible was baptized in those words. Not one time. No apostles, no, no church, no one in the Bible was baptized in the words Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Okay, you can't find it. It's not there. Praise God. Why? Because we know that Jesus is the name of the Father. Jesus is the name of the Son. Uh-huh. And Jesus is the name of the Holy Ghost. Let's go to Acts um, 9, 20. Let's go to 22, chapter 22. Paul tells his story. He tells the sto a conversion story, right? This is a powerful thing here. And he's speaking with Ananias, and he says to he says to Paul. And now, why tarryest thou? What are you waiting for, Paul? Arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins. Calling on what? The name of the Trinity? No. Calling on the name of Jehovah or Yahweh? No. Well, hey, if you're English, say Jesus in English. If you're German, say it in German. If you're Russian, say it in Russian. But say the name of Jesus, okay? That's the bottom line. Different languages may say it differently, but you must say Jesus. Jesus is the only name that has power and authority. Praise God. Oh, that's right. And wash away thy sins, calling on, calling on. That's what they did. They called on the name of the Lord, and we know what that name is. That name is Jesus. Now, I've got more for you here. What I'm going to do next for you, I'm going to show you what water baptism does. Now, we showed you scripture. Okay, we can show you more, but we want to condense this, okay, into about 30 minutes or so. Uh, but I'm going to show you next what water baptism actually does and what the Bible says it does. Not what I say it does, not what a church says it does, but what does the Bible say, all right? I want you to hold on for this important message. Well, praise the Lord. I want to tell you about my newest book. Hey, this is September of 2022, and I just released, just published in Amazon and Kindle, 
my ninth book and I'm super excited to tell you and it is the heartbeat uh, of my ministry and the greatest desire that I have and the title of the book is how to help someone receive the Holy Ghost how to help someone receive the Holy Ghost I encourage you to go to Amazon go to Kindle get a copy take a look at my new book and of course in Amazon as you may know you can always open that up and read a little bit in the book so I encourage you to take a look at how to help someone receive the Holy Ghost this is for the altar worker the person that is passionate about helping people receive this wonderful gift it's for the person that has that altar working uh, desire in his heart to, to help help people be born again of the Spirit of God hallelujah and if that's you if you're interested in this subject well take a look at the book I believe my 40 years experience might have some great takeaways for you and uh, to be encouraged and walk in this ministry and to walk in this gift all right in Jesus name Why we baptize in Jesus' name. Now, I want to show you here what miracle water baptism in Jesus' name does. Again, it's not for a good feeling. Oh, you're probably going to feel good. All right. Uh, so many people come up out of that water just rejoicing. and They feel the burden lift. Some come out of that water speaking with other tongues. That's right. Because there is a miracle birth that took place when you are water baptized okay first you've repented of your sins then you are water baptized invoking or having the name invoked upon you the name of jesus the name of the lord jesus or the name of jesus christ those are the methods we see in scripture but the name jesus is always there because colossians three seventeen says whatsoever you do in word or deed do all do what how much all in the name in the name of the lord jesus giving thanks to god and the father by him so it doesn't say do all in the name of the trinity or in the titles father son holy ghost no and water baptism is a deed and we use words he said whatsoever you do in deed word or deed do all in the name of the lord jesus giving thanks but i want to show you here it's very powerful because we already read acts 238 but Acts 2, verse 38 says that water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ is for the remission of sins. Now, just for note, uh, Luke 24, 47, Jesus says that uh, his name, okay, that remission of sins should be preached in his name. So remission of sins, okay, is what takes place when a person is baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Your sins are remitted. Your sins are removed. That's what remission means. Your sins are not remitted when you first repent. Okay, God heard your prayer and the wall was broken down. But you know, he forgave you, but... You've got to have them washed away because they're still on you. They're hanging on you like your clothes. And you've got to have them moved from you. You've got to have them removed. Praise God, because he's paid a price. And the only way to have those sins removed 
okay, is by the baptism in the name of Jesus Christ, because it's for the remission, the removal of sins. Praise God. Yes, it is. Oh, hallelujah. That's Acts 2.38 and Luke 24.47. So then we also read uh, the testimony of the Apostle Paul at his conversion. And Paul uh, had there with him Ananias. Ananias baptized Paul, as he was called Saul at that point. And uh, he said, uh, what are you waiting for, Saul? Arise and be baptized, washing away thy sins. What does water baptism in Jesus' name do? It washes away your sins. No, no, no. It's not an outward sign of an inward change. No, it's not an outward expression of what happened inside you. No, it's not. There's, there's no Bible for that. You could be baptized and nobody would ever know it. But still, your sins are going to be washed away if you're baptized correctly. That's right, in the name of Jesus. And, of course, you must be immersed, as we said in the beginning, because sprinkling is not biblical. Uh, baptizing babies is not biblical. Pouring water on the head is not a baptism. It, because baptism means immerse. It means a submersion. That's what it means, a submersion in water. So the individual, okay, accountable for his own sins, understanding enough to, to know that he's a sinner and that he must be born again. He must repent and he must be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So again, Acts 2, 22, 16 is for the washing of, away of sin. So we started out with Acts 2.38 saying that it was for the remission, the removal of sins. Uh, and then Ananias said is it in Acts 22.16 that it's for the washing away of sins. And they agree the removal of is the washing of, washing away. Say it how you want, but it's not to join the church or anything like that. It's, it's part of salvation. And then uh, John 3 and verse 5 Jesus called it the water birth. He said, you must be born of the water and of the spirit. Must You must be born of the water. That is baptism because it's proved out throughout the scriptures and acts and the epistles after Jesus said this, that the early church was always baptizing in the name of Jesus Christ. Well, I had somebody tell me one time that was non-apostolic say, well, no, that's only referring to the washing of water by the word. No, no, friend, that's not a good enough. Uh, we've got to have Bible upon Bible to have the truth in our hearts here. Praise God. So Jesus said, you must be born of the water and of the Spirit. We know the Spirit, capital S, is the Holy Spirit. You've got to have the Holy Ghost, and you must be water baptized. You must be born of the water. You must be born of the water and born of the Spirit. So water baptism in Jesus' name is the Spirit birth of John, St. John 3, and verse 5. Praise God. And then you've got Colossians 2 and 12. It says, buried with him in baptism. That's right. You're buried. You're buried with him in water baptism. That's right. When you get baptized, that is a, it is symbolic of you. It is symbolic of a watery grave because Jesus was buried and you all, you all, everyone, everyone must be buried in Jesus name. See, repentance is a death. It's a death to the old life. It's a death to sin. But that dead, that death, that dead one, 
spiritually speaking, must be buried. That's right, just like a natural person must be buried when he passes. Also, must the man that dies to sin through repentance, he must also be buried. And how is that done? It's buried with him. Not them, not Father, Son, Holy Ghost, but buried with him, buried with Jesus, buried in that name. So when you were baptized in Jesus' name, you were buried with Christ. And then when you receive the Holy Ghost, that is your personal resurrection because you have a brand new life in Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. So why do we baptize in Jesus' name? Well, the man with the keys said it. Acts 2.38, he preached it to the 120. He preached it to the thousands there in Acts 2 and 3 and 4. And 3,000 were baptized and 5,000 more were added to the church. And then the, it says in one place, the Greek word is myrids were added to the church. That means tens of thousands. Praise God. In Acts 8, the Samaritans were baptized in Jesus' name. Acts 10, the Gentiles were baptized in Jesus' name. Acts 19, 12 men had to get rebaptized because their first baptism, even though at one time it was sufficient, but after the death of Christ, everyone must be baptized in the name of the Savior. And then Acts 22, 16, the Apostle Paul, even himself, proved that he himself was baptized, not in the name of the Trinity, not in a three-headed God, not in a... Uh, tripolar God, but he was baptized in the name of the one God in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. It wasn't too good uh, for any of these, and they weren't too good for it. They had to do it. And guess what? You have to do it. I have to do it. Your children and grandchildren must be baptized in Jesus' name. And when they do, their sins will be remitted they will be washed away according to acts 238 and luke 24 47 they'll be remitted okay praise god removed from them and acts 22 16 says washed away your sins are washed away praise god they're washed away never to be remembered by god again in john 3 5 jesus called it the water birth anybody bold enough to argue with jesus are you bold enough to tell Jesus he's a liar? Are you bold enough to tell Jesus the way we do it today? Your way is better than his way. No, friend, your way cannot be better than his way. We've got to do it his way, and we've got to be baptized in the name of Jesus. And then Colossians 2.12 says we're buried with him. We're buried with Jesus. So as Jesus died and he was buried and resurrected, that is the gospel. The gospel is the death the burial, and the resurrection. It's the good news. What's the good news? That Jesus died, that he was buried, that he resurrected. That's the good news. But you must obey the gospel. The Bible says more than once, you must obey the gospel. And the way you obey a death, burial, and resurrection is you've got to, you've got to have a death to sin. You've got to repent. You've got to be buried. You've got to be buried with Christ. You've got to be baptized in Jesus' name. And you've got to resurrect. You've got to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's right, death, burial, and resurrection. You've got to have your own death, burial, and resurrection. That is the gospel. And if you haven't had that, friend, I, let me say it kindly, you've not been born again. You've not truly been born again. You may have had an experience of repentance and belief in God, but you must truly be born again of the water and of the Spirit, and you must accept and obey the gospel, the death and the burial and the resurrection, repentance, 
baptism in Jesus' name and the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Well, somebody says, well, I still believe what Jesus said is more important than what Peter said, more important than what Paul said. Listen, are we saying that the apostles disagreed with Jesus and you know we have disagreement in the scripture? No, that's impossible. That's impossible. That's impossible. What Jesus said was in Matthew 28, 19, he said, go therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name, the name, the name, the name, not names, plural, not titles. He said, baptizing them in the name. The name of the Father is Jesus. The name of the Son is Jesus. And the name of the Holy Ghost is Jesus. Well, praise God, my friend. Thank you, my brother, my sister, and uh, everyone that's listening. And we'll listen to this uh, podcast today and in the future. I hope this was encouraging to you. Just a great reminder of why we baptize in Jesus' name. Stay tuned for one more quick and important message. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Everything Apostolic Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and leave a rating and review for it as it provides tremendous feedback to this ministry. Don't forget, more resources are available at www.charlesarodis.com. There you will find Pastor Rodis' books and also the newsletter and a free gift when you subscribe to the newsletter. Until next time, be blessed in Jesus' name.